When I really think about payroll, I genuinely believe it's the lifeblood of the world. People, they get paid and then they get to live their life, right? You know, everybody shows up for work each day. They work on whatever they do. They have maybe a passion for what they do, hopefully. And then they get paid. And then that opens up just a world of possibility. Are they going to turn that into food? Are they going to turn it into rent, Bitcoin, whatever they choose to spend their money on? None of that's possible without being paid. Welcome to the Payroll Podcast with your host, Nick Day. Find out what it takes to truly discover what it takes to elevate your career within payroll as we meet with the industry leaders who are shaping the industry for tomorrow. Hello and welcome back to the Payroll Podcast. My name is Nick Day, CEO at JGA Recruitment Group, Specialist Global Payroll Recruiters. And today I'm super excited to welcome Jim Cole to the Payroll Podcast Show. Now, Jim is Head of Payroll Operations at Check. And he has a mantra, which is to improve payroll one life, one check at a time. We're going to find out more about that a little bit later on during the show. Now, as an experienced leader with a focus on growth, tapping into potential and motivating payroll teams, Jim is a certified payroll professional with a real history of working in the software as a service industry or SaaS as it's better known. Now, Jim is extremely knowledgeable about payroll, which you're going to discover during the course of this episode. He's extremely knowledgeable on current industry trends. And more importantly, he's really clued up when it comes to talking about innovation and disruptive technologies that are entering the global payroll space. Jim also has a great Twitter account, which I will put a a link to in the show notes. If you want to follow him, I recommend you do. I do. He's always talking about the world of payroll with a with a great comedy edge to it as well. So do keep an eye on that. Having been at Edge now for nearly three years, I've invited him to the Payroll Podcast show today to talk about how infrastructure and data innovation is really rapidly changing the profile of payroll. So we're going to get into that disruptive tech in a little bit more detail today. Without further ado, welcome to the show, Jim. How are you feeling today? Good, Nick. Thanks for all those kind words. I truly appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. I'm delighted to have you on the show. I'm going to start with the first question I ask all my guests on the Payroll Podcast, which is this. What does the word payroll mean to you? This is a great question. And so many of your guests prior have had just wonderful answers. So I feel that I have a lot to live up to here. But when I really think about payroll, I, I genuinely believe it's the, the lifeblood of the world. People they get paid and then they get to live their life, right? You know, everybody shows up for work each day. They work on whatever they do. They have maybe a passion for what they do, hopefully. And then they get paid. And then that opens up just a world of possibility. You know, are they going to turn that into food? Are they going to turn it into rent, Bitcoin, whatever they choose to spend their money on? None of that's possible without being paid the good folks that run the payroll for them. But if I really think about it, look under the look under the hood. Payroll to me is the lifeblood of the world. Love that. What a great response. That's that's a big picture answer. And they're absolutely right, you know. It's a, it's a great way of looking at the world. And I think, as I said with your Twitter account earlier, that that comes through for those that follow the work that you do and your passion for payroll, which is second to none. So let's, let's jump into the subject area for today. How do you see data innovation really making payroll administrators and employees How's it changing the world of payroll, should we say, if you're from the payroll administration point of view, and how is it making employees' lives easier? Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's almost harder to answer how isn't it making 
administrators' lives easier. But if we if we look at a, a few things that really stand out to me, obviously it's you know cloud computing, the development of of continuous real time payroll calculations, just make being a payroll admin's life so much easier. Yeah. If you'll if you'll indulge me for a moment, I'm gonna go back Please. in my history a bit. When I first started running payroll, I was on a DOS based system, which I'm sure some of your listeners remember those and. A client would call up, they would read off the hours to me, type them into the system, and then that was it. It, it was <laughs> sent off into the ether, Nick, and they had to pray that I was accurate. I prayed I was accurate. And then the next day that the checks would arrive for them. And that's when we were able to determine if that accuracy was there. Now we're in this world where you can be a payroll administrator you can run a regular payroll, you can run a bonus payroll, you can run a severance payroll, you can check the numbers, you can add 401k, remove 401k, you can literally give your employees their net amounts with different scenarios, depending on what they're looking for. Yeah. Uh, if you if you wanted to go above and beyond, and that 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 ability was just never there before. Yeah. So so that one definitely stands out to me. And, you know, I, I know most folks probably agree with those two. And then one that I've I've started to see on the side that has really made payroll administrators' lives easier is I think we're entering into a world where it's never been easier to convert between payroll providers. I think a few years ago, the word implementation could have been compared with a four-letter word. Now we're seeing it's so much easier to migrate that data all of that year-to-date data, all of the demographic data of those employees, we're, we're on the doorstep of self-serve where if you're not happy with your payroll provider, you can go to another payroll provider and basically get yourself running you know, within yeah. a matter of hours, depending. And I think we're just seeing a lot of innovation in that area. You have, you have companies like Finch and Merge that are out there helping to extract that data, format it, and then really just move along the implementation process quicker than ever. You're removing the human element, which obviously, you know, increases the accuracy. And I think that that, you know, I know we're talking largely about administrators, but I, but I think you're also, you're also just seeing the benefit to payroll companies because of that, right? I, I think there's a loss of engagement from that sales session to that first conversion session, but if you take that that kind of conversion session out, you know, people can can do that work themselves. And I think that that is 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 one of the ways that we're really seeing the face of payroll change. Yeah, I think it's a great response. And I, sh- I should mention here that your background has predominantly nearly always been in, in software, or, albeit within the payroll industry, but within software providers. Right. So you've seen this change in a, in a viewpoint that others won't necessarily have access to. It's really interesting, as you, you mentioned there, the DOS-based systems, you'd measure your success by almost the number of complaints that came back. Like, if no complaints, that means it's done well. We've certainly moved on a really long way since then. And actually, we're now seeing, uh, certainly in the UK anyway, we're seeing employees considered almost a consumer now. So you know, they need more access to, as you mentioned, all the different ways you can pay someone and the way that they receive their pay is critical because you know, it, whether it's interactive dashboarding, whether it's understanding pay, using automation uh, techniques to tell you where your tax, tax has gone and why it's been deducted in this way. All these things improve the employee experience, which has a, an absolute impact on well-being, happiness, knowing you're being paid correctly and, and on time so you can pay the bills and do the things you need to do. But also it helps with things, you know, which are, which are wider than that and broader than that, such as retention of employees, 
well-being of employees, mental health, attraction for new employees coming into your brand. And I think payroll now, as you say, has a huge influence on so many facets of a business and then how and the success of that business now. But I think it's a really exciting time to, to be involved in, in the cutting edge of tech, which, of course, you are and, and you're in that space. And it's really exciting to hear it from, a, from your point of view. If I was to ask you, then you've talked about some of the things that you've seen shift in relation to how it's made payroll administrators' lives easier. But what are the key infrastructural or data innovation changes that you've particularly seen come to the fore over the last, let's say the last three years, maybe just before the pandemic hit, we know the pandemic has accelerated a lot of the things people were trying to achieve. Uh, Maybe we'll go slightly just before the pandemic. So what are the things you were starting to see come into play then that we're really now seeing adopted currently? Yeah, it's funny. I I do agree that, you know, the pandemic obviously sped everything up, but Right before that, we were we were definitely seeing employees demanding faster wage access. So I think that that's I think that's the top of it. You know, you mentioned employees are definitely the consumer, and I think uh, uh, there definitely has been a shift there. And I think getting them paid quicker and and giving them better access to understanding their pay has been a huge huge shift in general. Yeah, I really appreciate. I I love having folks educated and understanding their pay. I think, unfortunately, most people look at their bank account on payday versus their pay stub or, yeah, or pay slip. Yeah, but I, I wish they would. You know, I wish they, they would understand and, and see that. We'd certainly prevent a lot of problems that <laughs> way. But I, I, I think also prior to the pandemic, and, and one of the reasons that I do think check exists, obviously, is just the, the, the growth of, of vertical SaaS. You've just seen so many companies be able to get a stronger hold on, on industry-specific technology and, and, and enabling, you know, mobile workforces for, for so many different companies and, and, and time tracking and, and, and job costing and, and all these, you know, nuanced and niche companies have, have been able to, to grow in the past 10 years and really in, empower businesses to, to be more efficient and give their owners time back to work on what they're passionate about and, and less, less time spent doing those administrative tasks. So those two stand out to me. The third one, I, I don't know if we were seeing this prior to the pandemic, or maybe it, it, it has been kind of sped up because of it. But I just, I genuinely believe that onboarding and offboarding in general has just become so much more seamless in, yeah. in so many different, in so many different ways. I think employees join companies now and they, they get a link. There's their W-4, there's their I-9, which are, which are both forms in the United States you need to set up in order to sure. to work. That's where you're choosing, you know, what withholding you're looking for, your state forms included, you're adding your bank account, typically you're linking it, you know, through through any of the of the the banking platforms out there. You know, I think Plaid's the the biggest, but you're getting your 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 bank linked, your all of your withholding set up, you know, and then any, any other demographic uh, information that's needed and it's all happening within this link instead of you know, multiple back, I think forms and yeah, yeah, multiple forms and days and questions and you're, I don't know what I'm doing, but it's all, it's all digital and it's just one link and it's just, it's just an incredible process. I think based on the, uh, the great resignation or, or the great awakening, as I prefer to call it, right, where people are really shifting, it's probably good that we've got those processes in play now, or it really would have been a nightmare for a lot of the departments if we were still in that paper-based world, if you like, because uh, the amount of people and starters and leavers we're seeing globally change now that would have been a, a hell of an additional workload uh, put on a uh, payroll departments for sure without a doubt so if we talk about then some of the 
I guess things that people are embedding at the minute. You, you talk a lot about factors in some of the work that you've done and things that I've read that are really combining to make embedded payroll possible now. I wonder if you could just explain what you mean by embedded payroll and, and when people ask you about it, what do you advise people do in terms of the way that they think about embedded payroll? Embedded payroll really is space that, you know, Check pioneered. If, if you really break down the offering that, that, that Check puts out there, we allow SaaS companies to add payroll to their to their ecosystem, to their product, right? So if you had a timesheet company, you know, Nick's timesheets, everybody loved your timesheets, there's a good chance they're taking your timesheets and importing them into QuickBooks or, or Paychecks or yeah. one of those companies. And there's a good chance that they probably tell you they love your product, but they hate importing it into their payroll provider. You hear that enough and you say, why can't we offer payroll? You know, and, and that's and that's what embedded payroll is there for. And what embedded payroll allows is all of the tax calculations, which in the United States are are multiple across yeah. you know the 50 Every states and state. DC, plenty of locals. And it just gets more complex when you when you add in benefits and you add in deductions. But embedded payroll does those tax calculations for those companies, right? So huge benefit right there, right? Doing the hard part. Separately, moving payments, critical piece of it, right? Payroll is nothing if you're not actually getting that money. Yeah. Check will move that money for um, for the company that that's that's embedding payroll in their system. And then finally, every quarter and every year, what do we do? We file taxes, right? So all of those returns are being filed on behalf of every end user of one of our partners. So it's the calculations, it's the payment, and then it's those filings are are the are the true value of what embedded payroll offers. Check at the minute of offering these services in the US. But actually, this is really relevant globally because actually what Check have identified, and I think it, it we've seen actually some of this. We've, we have had some UK companies similar. One was recently sold. I can't remember the name now, but I, I could find it in my notes. But there where people are really offering different types of API integration, right? So the future payroll systems are offering different kind of API-based components that give you, if you're running a payroll department, more opportunities to offer the kind of level of service you need to based on your unique payroll department. And we all know that every payroll department, whether you're based in the US, the UK, or anywhere else, is unique to your business, right? In terms of the volumes you pay, the frequencies, the complexities. So I'd love to know if you could just, if we broaden this concept out so that our global audience get to grips with this, because this is going to impact payroll departments globally if it isn't already. The future of payroll in relation to how API integration can really help improve opportunities for payroll professionals. I think number one, you're going to see just a ton more opportunity in terms of positions, jobs, people looking for payroll employees with a software background, payroll employees who have a strong compliance background. Nick, I think you 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 laid out, you know, what is a career path for a payroll employee? And I think you yeah. said there was 60 different over paths. 60. And you just mentioned some of them there. Actually, payroll software development being a great example in payroll compliance for sure. Yeah. So I don't think that those are going to go away. And I think that I think that they're going to be more exciting opportunities because you're going to have more companies building from the ground up or adding this into the product and trying to, to customize it and really give their, their audience, their market, uh, uh, their vision of what payroll can be that really meets their needs. 
You know, if, if we go back a few years, you know, the big payroll providers were out there and they had the most generic payroll system possible to reach the broadest market possible. That, that's great, right? You can certainly get it done that way. It left a lot of, I think, users unsatisfied or forced yeah. into these workaround processes to use the system to achieve the outcome they wanted. Embedding payroll is, is going to give either companies that add it the opportunity to really make it unique to their, to their market and to what their audience demands. Or if you are a company who wants to do your own payroll, right? So instead of outsourcing, you just want to do your own payroll. You can also embed payroll within your ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, we call that, we call that check direct and there's ton of benefits. If you're, if you're a staffing company, as an example, yeah, and, sure. and you're like, you know, we don't want to keep using ADP to run our payroll. We want to run our own payroll, right? We should have that. We should have that luxury and we should have that freedom and we want to capture our own data and we don't have to always want to reach out to get a report. If you embed payroll within your, your own product, you're going to have a ton of opportunity to, to run it, customize it, increase the employee experience. But to go back to the beginning of this question, you know, you're, you're going to have people within your own company that have the ability to run your payroll software, create your payroll software, understand what, what needs to be added, what, do you, you know, what are you looking for to be competitive, and, and what opportunities are there. So I, I hope that answers the question, but, but those are some of the opportunities I see. It does. It's like tick, 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 tick for me. I mean, for those not familiar, and I, I will put a link in the, in the show notes to the, to the Czech website, but one of the great things about Czech is that it's a business that allows users to effectively launch and create their own payroll products, as you mentioned there, whether that's as an individual trying to create their own product to sell to others or to deliver to others or for your own business and your own employees. It's because you offer a number of different sort of white labeled payroll components, which I think you call them on your website, that people can kind of pick and choose from to allow them to build the front end experience for employees. So it's exactly catered towards what would work for the employees within that company. It's kind of a bespoke payroll system in that sense, while obviously check then run the back end. So I'd love to know if you can just explain a little bit more about how that process works, particularly as well, because it's a SaaS proposition that I think is still relatively unique and innovative in the world of payroll right now. Certainly in the UK, I can see huge opportunities for this kind of process moving forward. You know, we are currently US-based, you know, yeah. as I mentioned a few minutes ago, they're keeping us busy enough as, as it is, but you know, I, I think there definitely would be a ton of opportunity for, for expansion. Right now, the way the process works is, you know, you identify it. If we go back to the next timesheet example, you know, you identify that there is a market for payroll, right? So you would create a partnership with Check, and then Check is the entire back end of that payroll system doing, again, the, the calculations, the yeah. money movement, and the tax filings, you then get to customize that front end, right, to make it look like Nick's payroll. You can create a world where people don't even know that check exists, right? Yeah. People can just think that you offer payroll natively. That's the white product. labeling aspect, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, which is, which is, which is exciting. And, I, and I, I think that people respond to that, especially if they trust you, right? Like they trust your timesheets, now payrolls being uh, now payrolls made available. Of course, we're going to trust Nick. You know, he's got the best yeah. timesheets. Why wouldn't we want to use him for for payroll? So that's that's sort of just a you know the elevator pitch on how the how the process how the process works. 
but I mean, if we if we if we double click and go a little bit deeper, I mean, it, it really is a partnership. We we call everyone who works with Check our partner because they're really building on top of us. And if you're a timesheet company, you're passionate about timesheets. When you add in payroll, that's that's a big shift to your product, right? Yeah. Payroll is incredibly important. Yeah, I called it the lifeblood of the world, so you can see how reverent I am for payroll. When you add payroll, that that's a big that's a big undertaking, right? And check is there to work and enable you to actually grow and to become a successful payroll business, right? We have an incredible compliance staff. I've built a wonderful operations team and we're there to really help every one of our partners build the teams they need to be successful, to continue to run forever. Yeah, it's, really, it's, it's a really smart proposition. Have you ever asked yourself, how can I recruit payroll staff effectively? Please don't give up on your recruitment project just yet. Here at JGA Payroll Recruitment, we appreciate the difficulties associated with attracting, recruiting and retaining top payroll talent. We also understand just how costly a poor payroll hire can be. JGA Recruitment are a niche payroll recruitment agency who will partner with you to resource payroll candidates who will improve both the accuracy and efficiency of your payroll department. Contact us today on 01727 800 377 or visit jgarecruitment.com to find out more. From your perspective, how do you think payroll innovations that you're seeing come to the market now, how do you think they are catering to perhaps some of the markets that were maybe were previously unaddressed. I'm you know, thinking in a minute, maybe one example, uh, not, to, not to give the examples away because you'll have many more than I will, but obviously the pandemic has shifted the way that payroll professionals are working. So you can work from home and deliver. And we can pay payroll now and, and recruit staff cr- across borders much easier than ever before. So we're seeing innovations kind of support that kind of new marketplace. But what are some of the things that you're seeing that perhaps were previously unaddressed that, are, uh, that excite you, I guess? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm super excited by, by how quickly folks can get paid. The faster money moves, I just think that that's, that's incredible. You know, I, I'm, I'm at a point where when I started my career, I was, I was paid semi-monthly. And I look back and I'm like, why, was, why, why did it take so long for me to be paid? You know, and if you, if you dig into it, it's, you know, it, it's, well, the payroll staff had to make sure that they had time to move the money and approve the payroll. But we're making payroll easier. We're moving money quicker. You know, people should be paid more consistently. You know, I, I, I don't like the idea of people having to take payday loans, certainly in, in emergencies. I think that that's great. But getting people paid quicker, more accurately, like that genuinely excites me, largely because I, I saw so much pain because of it, right? You know, any anytime somebody wasn't paid and then it was, you know, another four days to get them paid, to move that money and confirm that uh, ACH. But now we're, we're, we're changing that, right? You know, somebody can call me up on Friday morning and say, oh my goodness, Nick wasn't paid. You know, we forgot to add his hours. You can be paid before the end of the day. And like, as, as a true payroll professional, like I absolutely love that. So that, that yeah. excites me. But I'm also really excited about a unified experience. I've worked in too many systems where you see doubling of information confusion on the employee's part, confusion on the uh, confusion on the staff's part. They have a benefit system, they have a payroll system, they have their HR system. They may have specific benefits, right? You have your your login to health, you have your login to your retirement or your 401k and we're we're starting to see sort of this like 
cleaner, like one, one landscape. And I, and I, I think that that's also incredible. I, I yeah. genuinely like that. But to, but to just take the question one step further, one thing that, that excites me specifically about, you know, embedded payroll and how, how it's making, making the world better is I, I can remember when it was the end of the month and I would have sales folks run up to my desk in a panic and they're like, can we support churches? You know, I got a church payroll, you know, I, I, I can close this deal today if we can support churches. And it's like, we can, you know, there's a workaround, but it's, it's painful, you know, and, and you have that same conversation of, around restaurants and trucking companies and nonprofits and unions and schools and, and, and all of these specific industries that always had a workaround in the payroll system. And you, you could see the salesperson was cringing. They're like, I know I can close this sale, but I know they're not going to be happy with the workarounds. And, and, and to go back to embedded payroll, you know, I, I love the idea that there are vertical SaaS platforms out yeah. there for each of those industries that can now tailor payroll specifically to them, right? So that unions aren't this painful manual back and forth. We missed this due. This wasn't taxed correctly. We have to add these. Oh, and it's been three weeks. So now we have to update all of the dues, you know? If you can create a system that captures that and is aware of those changes, I think you just, you present such a better experience for people in general. Much more bespoke as well, isn't it? Because these verticals are specific to those sectors, right? So they know the, uh, the little things that could come up that may be relevant for that particular you know, industry, which, which makes everyone's lives much easier if you can pick and choose the, the right product for the right client. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really good. Interesting. You talked again about bi-monthly, semi-monthly uh, pay. Semi-monthly. Yeah, I mean, the 15th and the end of the month. The pay on demand obviously has been widely adopted in the US, much more so than it has in the UK, for sure. And yet it surprises me it's taken so long, in the, certainly in the UK, because we live in an on-demand culture now. You know, if we want to get a movie, we stream it, it's instant. If we want to get a taxi, go straight to your app, it's there. You know? Every, we live, everything is now. We, people expect things now. Our attention spans are getting shorter because it's now and now. And yet in the UK, we're kind of tied to this traditional monthly pay cycle so the majority of employees in the uk are paid once monthly that's it and it's it's almost become a tradition but it's there's a lot of fear about changing that for on-demand pay because we're not necessarily it's it's basically being fearful of change and understanding how it would work and you know is it going to be compliant with legislation is it just an additional and there's so many different companies offering slightly different solutions that I think it will. It's it's inevitably going to be adopted because it's what employees are demanding, right? And if if yeah. employees want something on demand, then we're going to have to follow suit, or they will leave and find it somewhere else. So it's going to come, but I, I think it's taken a little bit longer to to get established here, certainly here in the UK. So it's really interesting to see how widely adopted and and how positively it's been been received in in the US. Yeah, um, I, I think I think positive for the most part. I think when it first started there was that element of predatory lending where there, there was too much being charged to the employee to access their money early. And we, we've started to see some states try to get ahead of that and prevent that type of lending. Yeah. And we're seeing it more for that emergency situation and just that offering in general. I think utopia for me, I, I don't see any reason why folks can't be paid weekly. You know, I, I, I think that that's very fair for folks to, you know, budget week to week and, and receive their money after, after a week of work. But I, I just think that, you know, moving money quicker as, as an option is, is exciting in yeah. general, you know, but you know, if, if folks are budgeting properly, you know, and I, I, I think that benefits tend to play a big part of it. 
How are you breaking up those monthly totals against the payrolls that are being cut? I'm sure being paid monthly in general is probably just easier for tax deposits, right? In, in the United States, we deposit money based on how frequently you're paid, right? So yeah. if you are paid weekly, it's every three days we're depositing that tax money over a certain threshold. If it's over $100,000, it has to be deposited tomorrow because governments love their money quick. So it is, it, it is interesting. You know, I, I think kind of that global pay period, that makes sense to me, but I hope they shorten it for you. Yeah, I think I think it's going to have to happen because employees are demanding it, right? And there's a lot more global movement as well. So people uh, working across borders are going to demand it as well. I'd be interested to know, yeah. Jim, so, so given your experience across, let's be honest, sort of every aspect of the payroll chain, right? I would love to know what part of that payroll chain you find most most exciting because you touched upon some of the new elements now that you've seen introduced into the payroll chain, whether that's, you know, in terms of service delivery and, and, and you, you talked about um, payroll development and the developing area. We've talked a little bit about an, an analytics and how payroll can really get involved now in the analytical side of things to improve the process. Given where payroll currently is and your involvement in the different aspects of the payroll chain that you personally sort of work with day to day, what are the bits that get you most excited? What, do you, what are the parts of the payroll chain you find are most enabling for, for employees and businesses. And um, yeah, I'd love to hear sort of where you see yourself in that chain, the bits that, that get you out of bed in the morning and feel positive about the world of payroll, the lifeblood, as you call it. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm an operations person by nature. So there's this, there's this part of me that just loves solving problems. I yeah. love coming up with creative solutions. I would love to, I would love to eventually really spend some time on, on solving for corrections, amendments, tax notices, all the parts of payroll that people like are really scared of. Like, I would love to just dive, uh, dive in and, and, and solve that in a, in a much more efficient manner. That, that really excites me for the future, because I think right now, that's probably the most disparate we are as, as, as a country. Every agency accepts corrections in a different manner. Some of them don't even talk about them. You know, W2Cs, 941Xs, there's, there's just so much that happens in payroll and changes. And especially now with the mobile workforce, you have people yeah. being paid for months and then they call you up and say, I, oh, I've been in California for the last five months and you've been taxing me in Virginia. And it's like, okay, you know, like, let's dive into this. So I would, I would love to see more efficiency there. I'd love to really dig in and, and, and find a way to give that a, a creative solution and, and some innovation, because I just don't think that there's been much thought put into that, but it's the scariest, right? You know, people are scared. They get a tax notice in the mail. I think sometimes they don't even read it and they're, and they're petrified, you know, and, and, and they're not always bad, right? Sometimes they're just informational. Sure. Hey, we updated your, we yeah. updated your rate for this quarter. You know, but I think there's this this immediate panic of why is this agency reaching out to me? Something is wrong. And I think if you solve that, I think you just you create a stronger relationship with with anybody that you're running payroll for. You know, they they want you to take that pain away. How are payroll professionals perceived in the in the US? Uh, certainly in the UK, post pandemic, we've seen the profile of payroll really really improve. We've saw. Uh, you know, the, the, the prime minister in Australia publicly praised payroll professionals during the pandemic. And um, here in the UK, they were considered key workers and rightly so. And we've really seen the industry improve its profile, certainly in the UK against, you know, HR counterparts, finance counterparts. I'd just love to know from your perspective, as someone so passionate about the subject and someone who's you know, committed their life uh, as a career in the world of payroll, how is payroll perceived in the US and has that improved as technology has improved? Are you seeing that perception improve alongside technology? 
Yeah, I, I think you're definitely seeing it improve. I don't, I don't always think it was great. You know, I, I really, I think it, I think it was one step up above administrative work. You know, okay. I, I think they're both incredibly important, but I, I think in the U.S. it was, it was sort of at that level. As technology has increased, I think you are seeing a higher profile. And then I think the pandemic, you know, next to, you know, I, I think because of the pandemic, there was just so many changes. People needed to be paid, understand yeah. how they were being paid. And, you know, payroll professionals, essentially overnight, they had to take their backup plan and put it in place in perpetuity. It's a, you know, we don't know if we're ever going back into the office. Yeah. We have to make sure everybody gets paid, you know, and I, I think people really understood the value there. So it's definitely increased. As technology increases, it's it's important, you know, for for a payroll professional who has an understanding of compliance, has an understanding of tax laws and and options, is behind that software, right? Who's 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 making sure that that payroll is accurate, or you know, that's the person that's going to be reached out to when there is an issue. You know, what what can we do here? How do we get this person? How can we get this person paid? So I I think it's I think it's growing, right? I I think it's it's definitely it's a growing profile. I think people are seeing, you know, more, more opportunity for, for work there. You said something on a a few podcasts ago, I can't remember which episode, but you, you, you wanted to start the hashtag choose payroll. Yeah. I love that. I need to start it. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, you should. As I, I fell into payroll, right. You know, I, I wasn't a child, you know, using crayons to write out checks to my friends, you know, I, you know, I had, I had other dreams and I fell into payroll and I realized, Hey, this is great. This connects every single person, you know, it was, you know, it was a few months into working at a payroll company where the first person came up to me and said, Hey, I just got a new job. What do I do with my W4? And I was like, Oh yeah, I can explain that to you. And then it's every year end. Hey, I got my W2. It doesn't look right. Let me talk you through that. You know, and it's as a payroll professional, you just, you become an expert in this area that connects everybody. So I, 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 I do hope that the profile is being raised. I feel like it is. I think there's more opportunities than ever in the space, especially if you're, if you're creative and, and interesting and innovating. I, I think hopefully we're going to see the next generation of folks maybe choose payroll. And I, I, would, I would love that. I'm going to give you another analogy that I only thought about recently. I'm, I'm, I'm in training at the minute for, uh, for a triathlon. And um, I thought, you know what? Payroll's a bit like the domestique you find in cycling, right? You don't, you don't know about it. No, the domestique, nobody never knows who the domestique is, but it's the domestique that allows the, the, the key rider, the number one protagonist rider to perform because they take the win. The protagonist sits behind them the entire way. And when it counts, they've got the energy to go and go and perform. I like the idea of payroll, right? Because it is often overlooked, but actually it's silently working in the background to allow businesses to grow, allow businesses to perform, to allow the counterparts, the employees to perform at their best. If people aren't paid correctly, then employees aren't going to perform at their best. There's going to be these concerns at the back of their mind. It's going to hit mental health and all the different things that come with it. And yet payroll often isn't applauded for it because actually, if you're doing your job right, people get paid and they don't think to call the payroll department and say, Hey, you got my pay right again this week, this month, this day, whatever they go. They, they just, it's, it's an expected result to have your pay be correct for the work that you've done. So you only really hear about it when it's wrong. And this takes us right back to the, the DOS based system example that you gave earlier. So I think it's quite nice because you're not going to get the applause that other departments might get, but the, the applause is silent. Like the domestic, it's, if you've got silence there, if no one's calling you with complaints, it means the business is going well and it allows the business 
to perform. I think I think you've highlighted this really well during the show, and it made me think about the domestic and cycling. I'm wondering maybe that's where payroll is in, in the world of business if you were to to compare the two, because you're not looking for the plaudits. You're actually not looking for the the awards and and, and all the things that come with it. You, you know that's not what payroll's about. It's about allowing the businesses and the employees to to perform at their best. And it's great that payroll professionals do that without the accolades for doing so. That's not what you're after. I love the fact that you're actually chasing silence. Silence is golden in this instance for you. If you get silence, there's no complaints. That's a golden win for payroll departments. So I, I just, I quite like that analogy as well. Just thinking about the way you were talking. So I think you've really brought that, that aspect of payroll to life today on the show. Yeah, I, I, I think that's well said, Nick. I, I think it's spot on. Knowing people, people are paid and there's, there's no issue. I mean, there's, there's no finer moment, you know, for a, for a payroll professional. For sure. So last question before we enter the vault, um, which I'm excited to get into, which is where do you see payroll moving then? The next, let's, let's, let's take a five-year term on this. You, you, you're right at the heartbeat of technology. You're working for a SaaS-based company. You're seeing different developers create different elements that you can obviously pick and choose as part of the check offering. Where do you see payroll in five years? I think in five years, I, I hope you're seeing enough innovation in the in the payroll industry to start to really convert some of the government and agencies because we can only go so far without them keeping up with us and they yeah. their components and their connectivity is just very very lacking you know i if if i sent you some state websites you know you'd go on them and think that they were created the minute the internet was created and then never look <laughs> at again I would love to see that the payroll industry takes the step forward, right? You know, I think business leads, payroll industry takes a step forward. And then I think it forces our, our, our government and our state agencies to, to catch up and to create better, better connectivity, more free flowing of information, right? We, we talked a few minutes ago about those tax notices. Hey, your rate was updated. Why does that have to be a paper form, right? Save the tree, let that be an immediate data transfer to to the payroll system that's connected or has authorization. You know, there, there's there's just so many improvements that we can create, and you know, any 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 agency that's still taking returns on paper, you know, it's it's 2022. Like, wake up, you know. Hopefully, in 2027, that's no longer yeah. no longer a problem. I would I would love to see an all digital payroll ecosystem with with agencies and and filing. I would love to see an increase in in how corrections are facilitated and a reduction in tax notices. People don't need them, you know, as, as long as that money's moving quickly and accurately, I, I you know, I think we can we can avoid them. You know, it's just it's a massive waste of of folks' time when they get these notices yeah. and it's like, oh, you know, that was sent automatically. And it's like, well, why was that sent automatically? You know, let's let's get to the root of the problem. So that might be more of a utopia than anything, but I'd love wow, in, five, uh, in five years, I'd love to see, um, I'd love to see our state agencies and government just just catch up to the technology of, of, of businesses out there. No, that's a great response. Now, you know, what? I think that's true, not just for the US. I think there'll be a lot of <laughs> global professionals listening to this, hoping the same from their own governments and, and processes as well, certainly here in the UK with the HMRC. So, you know, I think very well put. Look, we're going to open the vault. Entering the vault. Four short, sharp questions for you, Jim. The first is this. One piece of advice you would give to someone working in payroll right now? Keep your eyes open. I think opportunities are are going to come fast and furious in the next few years. I think with embedded payroll, you're going to see a lot of companies either doing direct payroll for themselves where they're going to need somebody to run that 
to be accurate, yeah. to stay on top of things. And then I think companies at our, those SaaS platforms that are embedding payroll, they're going to need leaders on their team, right? Because they're becoming payroll businesses, right? So I think we're going to see more payroll businesses. I think there's just going to be an absolute ton of opportunity out there for folks that are interested in implementation, tax notice resolution, um, taxes in general, just just moving money and, and confirming that risk. If you if you want to tie that to payroll, I think that's also a huge opportunity. You know, the the better the better technology comes, you know, the the more yeah. fraudsters appear. Uh, so I think that that's a huge area as well. So anybody working in payroll right now, I mean, the, it's it, I think that the opportunities are going to be there. Just just keep your eyes open. Couldn't agree more. Obviously, music's my ears as a payroll recruiter as well, because more opportunities mean there's going to be, you know, it's a good thing because automation scares people. And uh, there's been a lot of studies that payroll is one of the roles that's going to be all fully automated. It, part of the payroll process is going to be, that's the nature of the, of the world. But actually, it's creating, this new technology is creating so many new opportunities. As we mentioned, there's 60 plus roles available out there now that we've identified, there'll be more to come as well. So I think it's really exciting and I couldn't agree more with that answer. Question two, if you had the power of foresight and you could change the entire payroll industry with one action or one improvement, what would that action or improvement be? Oof, that's a, that's a big question, Nick. I think, I, I think I'll go back to, I, I would love to, in general, see a reduction of, of notices. I think that companies, for the most part, want to do things that are, that are on the level. I think that there's too much bureaucracy behind these notices getting sent out. I think they're a massive waste of time. I'd love to see companies, given the benefit of the doubt, you know, that they're out there in the economy, growing the world and, and, and paying people and you know, tax notices, you know, you were, you were five minutes late with this deposit or whatever it is, I, I would love to see those largely go away because I think they create bigger problems and waste more, waste more time than, than needed. Yeah, agreed. Question three, I'm a school leaver and I've come to you, Jim, because I've seen you're really passionate about what you do, but I'm unsure about what to do with my next step. I'm unsure what career path to take. How would you sell payroll as a career opportunity for someone who is unsure of what they want to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would certainly show them your study of the, the, the 60 opportunities. I think yeah. that that's, that's amazing. I think that that's one way to, I think that's one way to excite people. But I'll, I'll go back to the old, you know, kind of the old adage. If you, if, if you want to have, if you want to inspire people to build a boat, you know, you, you, you make them, you make them want to, you know, you, you impress them with the ocean, right? You make them want to go out to sea and then they'll build a boat as a result. I think if I were talking to somebody about payroll, I think I would talk about, you know, it, it connects all of us as people. We all, we all need to be paid. We're always going to need to be paid. I would try to inspire them with, with all of the, all of the special moments and stories and, and existence that is, you know, dependent on payroll and, and uh, I would try to inspire them that way. Yeah, nice. Well, I think it takes us right back to the start of the podcast where you said it's the lifeblood, right? It, it, yeah. Without payroll, you know, you're connecting and impacting. That's probably a better word. You're impacting every single employee that you are responsible for paying and, and the way that they live their lives and the, what they choose to do and how they choose to spend their money, which is, which I think is really exciting. So I think you put that really well at the start of the show. And last but not least, a bit of fun. If payroll were a song, I don't know if you're a musician or if you're into music, but let's, <laughs> let's find out. Uh, what would it be and why? If payroll were a song, walking on sunshine. There you go. There's the passion yeah. coming through. Love it. Okay. Yeah, definitely. 
I was hoping you were going to ask me if, if Peril were a movie, what movie would it be? Well, you can answer uh, that I one was, too. Go on, we're, yeah, we're here now. Uh, Go for it. I was going to say Men in Black, you know, because it's it's happening behind the scenes. There's this whole world that, you know, folks don't know about. And anytime there's a disaster, they're there to clean it up and fix it and delete everyone's memory. And they're just, you know, they go on with their lives. Very nice. Yeah, I used to I used to ask Payroll a song or a movie. I, I took that bit out and caught you off guard. There you go. But it's a great response nonetheless. Uh, Jim Cole, head of Payroll Operations at Check, has been an absolute pleasure having you on the Payroll Podcast Show today. It's been a really insightful, passionate conversation about the world of payroll. Um, I really enjoyed the journey. So thank you ever so much for joining me today. And of course, if you are a payroll leader listening to this show and you have a payroll-related vacancy that you need some support with, please do get in touch with either myself or my wonderful team at jgarecruitment.com. If you want to find out more about Check and the work that, uh, that Jim's been talking about today, then I will put a link in the show notes as well, which is checkhq.com. There will also be a link to Jim's wonderful Twitter feed. So do follow that if you're a Twitter fan and a link to Jim Cole's LinkedIn page there as well. Just leaves me to say a huge thank you again to Jim Cole for joining me today. A huge thanks to all of you for tuning in and for listening. Please remember to review the show if you can, and please do share it with all of your payroll colleagues. The more people that listen to the show, the more we can raise the profile of payroll globally. So do share away if you can. And uh, just want to look forward to bringing you the next episode real soon. Thanks again, Jim, for joining me today. Thanks, Nick. Thank you so much for tuning into the Payroll Podcast with Nick Day of JGA Recruitment. If you need help with a current payroll vacancy, then please get in touch with Nick and his team. All contact details can be found in the episode notes. In the meantime, to make sure you never miss a future episode, please subscribe to the show through any of your favorite podcast channels. Till next time.